Flavor Odyssey is brought to you by Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars, and Smokin' Cigars, voted number one in selection and customer service. A Flavor Odyssey. And now from Cigar Dojo Studio Lot B, your hosts, Robbie Rass and Randy Griggs. And the Odyssey continues. What's up, Dojo Nation? Welcome to another episode of Flavor Odyssey. I'm your host, Robbie Raz. Here's our co-host, Randy Griggs, coming to you live from Lot B and wah, wah, Lot B minus. Out here in, uh, I don't know, brisk California. It's, get, it's getting to that chilly time of year where Randy just... Is wearing a T-shirt. <laughs> I I almost I almost put on shorts because it's just a little bit warmer uh, than it was. This I was week. I was really hoping you were going to say tank top. Oh no! I would. Oh, we need flavor Odyssey tank tops, like I, legit. I, legit. I totally T and C. No, we, we need wife beaters. No, no, no. tank <laughs> tops. Not not the tight ribbed tank tops, like yeah, no, old no school that you wore when you were twelve. Anyway, Randy, how are you feeling today? Yes, I'm doing fantastic, man. Excited. You know, uh, obviously we're going to be pairing. We're going to, I like to think of this as we're going to cram an entire chapter of season two into one single episode. And we're going to pair a a gin, which we missed for the last, the whole season. Ever. With every rapper all in one single episode. I mean, that's, that's content like extraordinaire. Right I think it's, I think it's, uh, you guys made me go buy gin, you bastards. <laughs> Sorry, Mike. We made Mike go buy some gin. We appreciate you playing along. Mike, I'm curious what you're smoking. Um, yeah, so we've got, uh, we're going with gin. We've got uh, gin and tonic, uh, real just basic cocktails just to uh, let the, let the, the liquor, um, the spirit, I should say, uh, let the spirit shine a little bit. Um, and we're all smoking different cigars. We'll get into that in a minute. Uh, I know we've got some big, big news from the uh, Dojo Dugout boys. Tell us all about, first of all, how are you guys doing today? Doing good. Hey, you know, I was just thinking, Rob, you made me think. Remember, like, back in the day in con- with concert T-shirts, you'd get, like, the the baseball-style shirt with the black sleeve that went to, like, about, like, here? And, it, oh, and that was, like, quarter sleeve. that was the concert shirt that you got. Like, that's how you got a concert shirt. I got, like, a Van Halen one of those. I got, like, a split ends one of those. I mean, that's you weren't cool unless you had the three-quarter sleeve. You know what I'm saying? Oh, we, so that's it. That's We're doing, uh, we've got to do Flavor Odyssey three-quarter sleeve T-shirts. I'm totally in Yes. There. That would be cool, actually. That would be pretty sweet. That would be yeah, pretty that, sweet. But, but, but the baseball style, to his point, so is, you mean the sleeve's a different color than the main shirt, right? Right. right. Sleeves are black, yeah. right? The sleeves yeah. are black. Yeah. It could be Sometimes black red. or blue or yellow. Any or any color pink. you can think of. It could of. be pink, even. <laughs> we got a special order, a, a pink one, just for Rob. 100%. <laughs> we totally do. I'll pay extra. That's just... <laughs> Just how I get down, baby. That's just how I get down. All right. So we've uh, uh, Kevin uh, Hall of Famer Kevin Acuff checking in with the Room One Hundred and One Gin. I haven't tried the Room One Hundred and One Gin. It's pretty good. 
I, yeah. you know, I, I don't know enough about gin really to say if it's good or, or bad or like, I don't really drink it straight. I'm going to tonight. I've got a couple of different ones I'm going to try, but, uh, I'm, I'm curious, but, uh, anyway, uh, we're burying the lead a little bit. Uh, Eric, I know you've got some, uh, you've got some news that, uh, we've got this gigantic giveaway. Yes. That, uh, we so... need to. We need to uh, put some finishing touches on. So this the giveaway is going to happen in two parts, folks. Uh, the first part is I will pick the random number at the beginning of the show, which I will do shortly. And then while the show's going on and while we're talking about gin and while we're talking about cigars, I will be you know finding that entry, making sure that they you know, actually did what they said that they would do. I'll be qualifying the entry and all of that kind of stuff, which usually takes... A bit of time and it would be boring for you guys to sit and watch so i'll be doing that while the show is going on and doing my best to participate in this pairing because i'm kind of excited about the pairing that i picked but anyways and then at the end of the show we will announce the winner of the 107 cigar giveaway 107 cigars and i did not bring them to show you guys because there's so it's so much that i I would have had to go borrow Jordan's truck as a whole thing. I wouldn't want to do that. <laughs> so um, so just imagine in your mind. I can tell you that it's two very large bags about like this, about like this size, filled with cigars. And there are some good sticks in there. So um, I think you're going to be excited if you happen to be the winner. So let's go ahead and start this now. There was, uh, the way I could, the, the best I could tell between Facebook, the Dojoverse, Twitter, and um instagram um not duplicates not duplicates because there's a lot of duplicates but there was about 800 and 1876 1876 entries um style yeah so hey you know 107 cigars people are excited about that so i'm out for that yeah i'm going to now um generate a random number on random.org um between one and 1876 Drum roll, please, Jordan. I was doing the techno, uh, the computer calculating the results for you there. Oh. Instead of the drum roll, it goes like this. Ah, okay. All right. <laughs> I'm about to click. I'm going to click the button now. This is this is riveting. That's just like just like Willy Wonka, basically. Right. All right, here we go. I'm going to do that. Boom. Oh, it's a high number, 1,517. Now, that includes all of these things, like I said. All the entries, and I have them in a spreadsheet, 1,517. But when I go pick that, I have to then go back to those that wherever it came from and figure out if it's legit and if it's a real person and if they actually did what they said they did. So, folks, whoever is 1,517, get ready, because at the end of the show, you're going to find out if you're the winner. All right, boys, take it away. Let's do Flavor Odyssey Gin episode. <laughs> that, that was riveting. I'm on the edge of my seat. One thousand five hundred and sixteen. Seventeen. That 17. was yeah. That was the picked. That was the selected number by random dot. I'm curious. I'm curious. Out of eighteen hundred and seventy six. And to Eric's point, you know, I hear hundred and seven cigars. I've I've seen. I've I've been watching at least since one hundred and one, uh, and and I don't know that. You don't always think about. It. I think I take that number for granted. It's like eleven boxes of cigar. Right. Yeah. A lot of, yeah. A lot of the small batch stuff we buy are ten, are ten count boxes. That's that's a serious serious uh, purse that you have on the line there. Yeah, good luck. And by the, so that... so people ask Randy like why one oh seven, and that's because 
a few years ago, we said, hey, let's do a hundred. We're going to give away a hundred cigars. So we gave away a hundred. And then the next time we did it, we're like, let's give away another hundred. That was fun. People liked it. And they were like, well, we can't just give away a hundred. Now we got to up. We have to be a little bit better than the last one. So we added one. So this is the seventh edition of this 107 cigars. There you go. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. That's, that's just that's phenomenal. Jordan, we haven't seen you yet. How are you today? I am splendid. <clears throat> got your dojo t-shirt. That, that t-shirt has been through the wash a handful of times, I think. Oh, yeah. You got to get that natural sun, you know, bleach yeah. it out a little bit. Yeah. That's how you do yeah, it. That's a good look. I don't know. It's a good look. You don't, have, you don't have the hoodie going, though, like I do. This is also courtesy of Randy Griggs. Thank you, Randy. Look at this. Wait, hold on. Oh, yeah. Look it's a good hoodie. It is a good hoodie. Yeah. It is a good hoodie. He's got skinny arms on it, though. I, I, gotta, I had to stop working out because I couldn't fit my arms. That <laughs> <laughs> was, was a little much. <laughs> All right. So it was brought to our attention that uh, consciously, subconsciously, uh, we had completely ignored uh, gin in um, – this season, last season, obviously we would have ignored it because we were just talking about beer. But this this season, we had we had our run of the house. We could do whatever we wanted. We could drink whatever we wanted, and not once in any single conversation did the word gin come up. Not once. Thirty tries. <laughs> it never came up. It wasn't even like, oh, maybe we should do gin. We mead. We talked about mead <laughs> like six more times that we talked about gin, and and That's we're fair. not. And it, it, this isn't like, I don't know, when, when was mead existed? Like 1232? I don't know when the people were drinking mead. Uh, it's made out of honey, I think, right? It is. It's honey wine. It would be yeah. the best. Uh, honey wine. See, honey wine sounds much more appealing, but also sounds like a 70s album. I don't well, know. I'll, t- I'll t- I tell Eric, you, it's, is that a 70s album? It's, it's dry <laughs> and sparkling. That's the best way to drink mead. Dry and sparkling. Okay. Yeah. Well, so uh, you know, so okay, so we took, we kind of took the challenge. We who who was who was it, Randy, that pointed out that uh, we had avoided gin completely? Yeah, no, I was on, uh, I was on with uh, my brethren. Shout out Castle Crew. Uh, I was uh, on chatting with them the other night, and someone just threw it out there. I think it might have been uh, another Hall of Famer, Barry. Uh, you know, threw out there that gin goes great with all cigars. In fact, and he had some. That's because that's the only alcohol he's allowed to drink. <laughs> Is that like court order? It's a keto thing or something. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, wait, wait. Did, are you say? Did you say, Randy? Did you just say that Barry was the one that told you about gin? Barry. Might have been. I think so. That's how you pronounce that. Because at Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest a couple years ago, Barry brought this crazy weird gin. You guys remember that? It was like purple. Oh yeah. Okay. So he literally told me. That he mixes it, the the fruit addition because as Rob pointed out you can have a little bit of fruit um, usually it's lime but you can add a little fruit he adds boysenberry uh, the, the the fever tree boysenberry to his gin and tonic well that's ba- what that's what he pitched Barry got hammered I'm just gonna say <laughs> <laughs> hammered he was he was putting them back we preach uh, moderation here yeah on, of course. Uh, uh, Even uh, moderation. Uh, it's weird when uh, Jordan, when you have the four uh, cameras on the screen at once. My camera this week, for whatever reason, is on the opposite side of what it normally oh, is, and, and it makes me really uncomfortable. <laughs> I oh, didn't realize how much OCD it. I had. Let's go back Call to the two first. Yeah. 
Stuff that, Jordan. Yeah, yeah, that's weird. Okay, that's better. All right, okay. Whew. There's a reason why that there. happened. It's just way too boring to talk about. Yeah, so we're, we're going to move we're on. We're just going to work um, with it like this for the show. We're going to move <laughs> on. I, I already have some, uh, some opinions on this pairing, and I'm going just basic. Uh, it, you can't really see it, but it's in there. Um, just a basic, basic gin, Tangare. Um, you can find it at any place that sells any sort of alcohol. <clears throat> Andy's middle name is Flip Cup. I've seen the videos. Um, and my, my understanding with Tangare is it's best with juice. That's what I. That it's, <laughs> I, I grew up. Uh, I, sorry, sorry I learned that in high school, and uh, and I've been uh, preaching that ever since. But uh, no, I'm going like super, super basic. So Tangare gin uh, and just. Regular old Schweppes tonic water. Schweppes. Very, very simple. I love that name. Uh, isn't that great? Schweppes. And, uh, and with, uh, I've got a, a lime wedge in there that I did squeeze, stirred it up a little bit. Uh, two ounces of gin and uh, four ounces of, uh, about four ounces of tonic. Very, very simple cocktail. Uh, Randy, what about, what about you? What are you drinking? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. Yours is different. pink, and I find it very attractive. Uh, I knew you would. I, I kind of did that just for you. So, um, so uh, in looking up, I, I'm also a complete gin rookie, and so I wanted to. Um, uh, so I looked up a recipe, and from what I found, the typical ratios for gin to tonic water are anywhere from one to one to one to three. Uh, so I went with a one to two. I like I like being right in the middle of things. <laughs> <laughs> so I went, I went to a one to two ratio. I decided to go with my favorite sparkling water. And so I'm actually going with, uh, with gin and Topo Chico and the juice addition are fresh squeezed pomegranate jewels. Um, so that's a, just, uh, just a little for color, a li little bit of brightness that's coming from the pomegranate. Randy, Randy did you say you're going with Topo Chico? That's not even tonic. It's not even tonic. I know, but I like it better than tonic. So, That's not I mean, the drink. By the way, let the let the Randy just completely ignores the. Yeah. Uh, the, the That's the, the first time he realized. Let that. the uh, let the record show that, and you can go back and get this soundbite if you guys want. But just a minute ago, Robbie said, "Randy, yours is pink, and I find it attractive." So I don't know. Make that your ringtone. <laughs> I'm gonna well, make that a uh, new soundbite for the show. <laughs> nice. And then the uh, the gin I chose is actually a, a locally sourced gin from uh, Heretic Distillery. This is their number six, um, which is uh, the one he told me that he is um, the most like Kirkland gin, which is uh, kind of like a Hendrix, but but more citrus forward. Mm. A little anecdote there is my friend that owns Heretic, he took a... UC Davis uh, spirit class before he opened his distillery and they did a blind tasting for the class of like five different gins and unanimously they all chose number one then they were all asked to be to tell what they thought it was most people assumed it was Hendrix and it was actually the Costco uh, private label Kirkland uh, gin which I've heard time and time again is a phenomenal spirit that is highly overlooked because obviously it's phenomenal. a Costco private label. But um, so, anyways, this is his effort at that. So it's very herbaceous and, and with a more citrus note than uh, than say Hendrix. Awesome, that sounds good. Hendrix, I really do enjoy. It's yeah. uh, a bit more uh, botanical forward than 
than something like uh, Tangeray or Bombay Sapphire even, uh, which is also very good. Um, but again, I'm just mixing these in cocktails, so I don't know if they are really good. I just I know they make a good cocktail, so that's uh, that's good enough for me. Has anyone um, ever really drank gin without tonic before? I'm doing it right now oh. too. I've I've decided to go. I decided to go gin and I tonic. Will be doing plus, it later in the show. are you going to do that too? Okay. So I got yeah. my uh, I got I my first. I got my gin straight like Robbie's going to do, and then the gin and tonic, which that way I can compare the two. Wow, that's crazy. Jordan, what are you? Uh, you're slacking over there, but what are you? What are you drinking? Well, mine was prepared by uh, others in the studio. I don't even know. It's just here. I will I'm tell you. Uh, we are going with a mythology gin, which is locally nice. sourced and comes super highly recommended. I went to the gin guy at the liquor store and I said, you know, help me out here. What's some good gin? And he's like, well, you know, there's this, there's that, that. but like, there's this one that's local, and this is a mythology distillery as well. So it's their own, their oh, own cool. version, and it's supposed to be super good. So we shall see about that. And then to mix in my in our gin and tonics, check out this uh, this uh, craft tonic water that we're going. Nice. With. Oh, this is called yeah. this is called what? Spectacular? Is that what it's called, Matt? It's phenomenal, I think. Huh? <laughs> Anyways, it's like a it's like a it's supposed to be a bougie. It, it is. Well, it's it's not supposed to be, man. It looks real bougie. It is. So there it we go. Bougie. Yeah. Bougie. Yeah. Bougie. Nice. Nice. Um, yeah, I did bring a couple of extra gins <clears throat> that I will try a bit later. And I mentioned these during uh, the live, Randy, that I did uh, yesterday. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what? I, uh, I, I, I mistakenly said uh, Monkey Shoulder was gin. Monkey Shoulder obviously is not. Uh, Monkey 47 is the, the gin that I was talking about. My wife always gets this, and she seems to like it. They call This is a Schwartz, Schwarzwald dry gin. I don't know what that means. Um, but this is batch 11, and it's bottle number 920. And I brought this one from uh, that we picked up in a tiny little distillery in Cannon Beach um, <clears throat> in Oregon. Cannon Beach is the beach at the end of Goonies. You know, when they come out and like they're all on the beach, you know, that's uh, that's Cannon Beach. Then the big the rocks where they have to look through the doubloon, you know, that's uh, right there off the off the beach. So we spent the day there and found this tiny little distillery and the gin was actually really good. So I bought uh, this little bottle uh, from Cannon Bay Distillery. This is the Easy Buoy Gin. Uh, checks in it at 42 uh, percent. This is bottle number 129 of 142. And be making a lot because it's actually signed by the distiller. Wow. And it's distilled from cane sugar. Distilled anyway, from cane sugar. That's very interesting. Remember that because when I school you up, that's going to come <laughs> back into play. Um, I got to ask a question, though. I mean, this is totally off the rails from, from the show, but I got to ask because I'm a huge Goonies fan. It's one of my favorite movies growing up. I just love that uh, flick. Uh, are there... When you go there, are there like little tourist shops where you can buy the doubloons and go and line up the rocks? Uh, maybe. Because if it's not, we, we should start a business. We we went to Astoria, which is the town that it was in, and that is where oh, there's a brewery there. Nice. And they do the three-way IPA. Nice. I know you know which one I'm talking about, and I can't think of their name. <sighs> Um, off the top of my head, but, uh, we went to the brewery and we did like a, a lunch there and drank a bunch of their beer. And then 
I don't think the house that they filmed it at, like maybe we drove by it, but like people live there, so you can't just like walk in. And there's the, there's like the jail or something that the, <clears throat> the Fratellis break out of or whatever it is. Yeah. But that's, that's the only stuff that was there. There wasn't like a lot of, hey, this is where they filmed Goonies type stuff. Like, you know, yeah. So I didn't see anybody. But you're right. There may be, uh, we could go over there and we could uh, hawk some, uh, some doubloons for sure. Uh, that would be awesome. That would be awesome. And it was. It was it's a, a cute little town, but uh, Cannon Beach is super nice. Super, super cool. nice. There's a brewery there, too. wasn't quite as good. Um, but there's breweries everywhere, man. Everywhere. Really? Literally on You're every corner. Uh, almost as many as Starbucks. So, um, <laughs> so again, we've skipped gin. So we are cramming, as Randy says, an entire season into one episode. And we almost are. So we're each going with a different cigar and a different wrapper. I know Eric is doing other stuff, so I'm going to start with him. I don't know if that makes sense. But, uh, Eric, what is it that you're smoking? All right, so I decided uh, with gin, and it has this, you know, kind of a sharper botanical flavor, kind of a, uh, a sharp flavor, that I would go with a Candela and see if there is a... Not la I think last week I we were talking about how I, I, was, I, I enjoyed a... A flavor like opposites. Well, this time I'm going. I'm trying, anyways, uh, a compatibility pairing with my candela. So I am smoking a candela, which I normally never do because anytime anybody ever says they like a candela, they said, "Hey, that was a pretty good candela. Tastes nothing like a candela. You should try it." And so I always thought that's <laughs> kind of silly. So I'm going with the wasabi uh, from Espinosa Premium Cigars. A little wasabi here. It's a candela. It does have like a habano cap on it there on the head but obviously the rest of it's candela so we'll see if the uh candela is enhanced by the gin and tonic jordan what are you what do you got i'm going uh abo leo five one of my all-time favorites um so i'm the i'm the connecticut of the group rapper wise and i always thought this cigar tasted a lot like gin like kind of wild botanicals and herbs and so i'm kind of doing the same thing you're doing we're trying to get like the same sort of profile going on and i just kind of think that like i always thought it was it, this cigar was so interesting because it has such a different flavor profile that's bitter that hits the center of your tongue and it just seems like so often we think of bitterness as being bad but i think guys confuse sometimes confuse bitterness with harshness and so this is a great example and so is the gin and tonic of why of how that bitterness can be a good thing well thought out. That's, Good job, guys. That's, that's like fantastic. That. Randy, yeah. what are you going with? I am, uh, I am going with the Habano wrapper. I chose to go with Trescientos Manos uh, by uh, Southern Draw Cigars. This is a Habano wrapper with a uh, Cameroon binder and uh, Dominican and Nicaraguan fillers. Uh, I chose this one as I was perusing a list of Habano's um, that this one uses uh, descriptors of sweet hay and red chili, which uh, similarly to uh, to what the guys were talking about is trying to find some corollaries between the uh, the botanicals from the gin, and uh, that's where I'm at. I, I will say though, real quick, for the first time in over a year that we've been doing the show, I just made a seamless like took off my headphones and ran from the from the studio to go get some more gin because I don't know about the 
one to two ratio. I think I probably should have gotten more one to one. That's that's kind of that's. I think that some recipes do call for that, Randy. Just one to one. Yeah. Oh, you know what? What we didn't talk about, and this isn't what I I would. I'm not familiar enough with gin because, like I said, I, I went with this small batch uh, from a local place. What is the uh, percentage or the proof of the gins you guys are – I don't even know what the range is. This one's an 88 proof. I took a wild-ass guess that it might be stronger than your standard gins, but maybe not. I can't, re- I can't read that. Does that say 90? This one is yeah. a 90, yeah. 90, okay. Okay. Oh, yeah, I've okay. got yeah, yeah, 80, 84 and uh, 94. Okay, so and so I don't it's, it's, right. I think it's somewhere in the middle. So there's okay. there's probably that range. Okay, eighty four to so, so it's in the ish. Yeah, uh, I am. I decided to go with Cameroon. <clears throat> I, I guess because we didn't do Cameroon, and I like the cigar, so I, I decided to go with the Baca from uh, Roma Craft. Uh, <clears throat> I was gonna smoke the uh, the fancy Figurado, but I figured that would be. It's a longer smoke than our show, and I didn't want to waste it, you know, and have like get only like halfway through and then just be done with it. So I went with the smaller, uh, the smaller size. Uh, which size is this? This is the uh, pygmy. No, it's not the pygmy. The pygmy is a four by forty-six. This is the uh, bantu, which is a four by fifty. Oh, yeah. uh, <clears throat> I don't know what any of those words mean, but I'm sure they have some sort of meaning to them. Um, so. That's kind of uh, that's kind of where we're at, Randy. Are you going to talk a little bit about gin? Because I thought that it was a uh, kind of a, a nondescript base uh, spirit that is uh, infused with all natural botanicals, mainly juniper berries, to uh, impart that flavor. Um, but you want to tell me that I'm wrong, so. Well, I do just like to tell you that you're wrong as a, as a general you like, whole. So. You like to find a tiny little semantical uh, difference and make it into a gigantic you, thing. But go ahead. You, you had to call it out as that because that's exactly what this is. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm on Ran- uh, Robbie's side before. I don't even know what Randy's going to say. I, I well, just side well, with all, Robbie. In all fairness, in all fairness your, your, your lack of knowledge on the subject is understandable as there are a lot of uh, uh, manufacturers of gin that do take shortcuts and, and do use um, vodka. But, but it was interesting that you used the term that you just used because grain natural spirits is a pretty specific uh, thing. It's, it's the base that you find in a lot of things. A lot of the new seltzers coming from some of the larger manufacturers are grain neutral spirits uh, then watered down. Um, uh, to a you know beer like ABV, the main distinction that I would tell you between vodka and gin is gin is typically historically speaking a a grain based spirit. A grain being um, barley, wheat, corn, or rice uh, are are the typical makeup. Gin specifically is typically more uh, barley and wheat, where vodka is basically any fer- fermentable. Uh, you know, classically, you know, everyone knows, you know, that, that potatoes were a, were a big piece of that production. So basically we get alcohol uh, from breaking down starches. A starch is a large chain sugar. And so you can b- basically break that down through either, uh, you know, in beer, we do it with with a warm, uh, you know, uh, mash with uh, with sake. They use a uh, fungus called koji to break that that starch down and th- and that breaks those starches down into smaller chain sugars that could then be fermented by yeast. And so uh, p- 
potatoes, obviously being a very starchy uh, product, are totally uh, um, a reasonable source for uh, fermenting sugars to distill into a base. And so, but but that's really the the main difference between vodka and, and gin is just um, it 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 should really be primarily barley with some wheat and potentially a little bit of corn or rice as uh, as a kicker. And the reason for using the different ones, uh, again, historically speaking, is where all this stuff comes from. It's whatever agriculture you have locally uh, available to you. And also the cost of these uh, commodity agricultural products is a big part of it. Potatoes are very, very inexpensive relative to wheat and uh, and barley. And then corn is less expensive, potatoes being uh, on, on the bottom of that list. So um, I, th- I think because of that, vodka has always been seen as uh, as a cheaper uh, spirit. And uh, it, it, those of you that know me well know that I, I choose my words very carefully when referring to something as inexpensive or cheap. Uh, and I'm very c- careful not to call a high-quality thing that's, um, that's reasonably priced uh, as cheap cheap but vodka is has always been seen as the cheaper spirit uh, because they use those um, less expensive uh, agricultural um, sources of sugar so this is sort of like the calling uh, mistakenly calling bourbon or whiskey bourbon and vice versa like bourbon's just a more specific version of whiskey that's a that's uh close enough comparison because analogy. i mean they I, are I, distilled from you know they, the same they can cross over they can yeah that's fair that's fair okay yeah it's a, it's an apt analogy I'll, I'll, I'll buy into that um so it is it is a, a small <laughs> thing i just wanted to point out um to, to not just completely you know to me i like considering these things as as their own thing now that being said i have gotten christmas presents of you know uh make your own gin at home kits that literally have just all the different botanicals in in jars, and they tell you, you know, go get yourself a handle of, of vodka and and you know, soak cheap vodka, these. no less, like the cheap cheap <laughs> yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, the, uh, the, the bottom, pl- the plastic bottles. But um, <laughs> the uh, uh, that being said, but let's let's get real real quick. There are four uh, specific types of gin. I'm not going to go into all of them. The gin that we all know that people think of when you say the word gin is technically the London dry gin. Um, that's going to be uh, one of the things you have to be to call it a London dry gin. And often you'll just see dry gin um, is there's no natural, there's no uh, flavor additives. All the flavors are coming from natural botanicals uh, and there's no sweeteners added. Those are, those are two key characteristics to be able to call it a dry gin. Uh, additionally, there's one called Plymouth gin, but that's kind of a weird one, even though it's considered its own style. Only one distillery makes it. Uh, then there's Old Tom gin, and there's the original Genevere, uh, which is actually the original uh, French gin, and where the word gin comes from is just uh, abbreviated, Americanized um, Genevere becomes gin. Um, and the again, the, the key difference with dry gin is just that there's no flavors or sweeteners added to it. Um, uh, going from there, it is flavored with what we call botanicals, which is just a very general term for um, for herbs and, and berries and twigs and things of that sort. Uh, so ju- juniper is uh, a pine-like 
tree that has these little berries. And Juniper is always the primary character um, in Dry Gin. Uh, and there's a lot of leeway. You know, different distilleries will use uh, different um, uh, herbs and, and botanicals that are available to them. The most common uh, would include coriander, cardamom, anise, rose, lavender, citrus peel, uh, primarily lemon or grapefruit. A lot of them are uh, added uh, all to the to the to the fermenter, and then they'll soak them in the citrus. I'm sorry, they'll soak them in the citrus first before they distill it and then after distillation they'll add the cardamom and the juniper and all, all the other botanicals that all happens post distillation where citrus uh peel is typically introduced pre-distillation right, right right when i finish he goes right. <laughs> i thought there was like another hour to go, so. right when he's done. i uh by uh, the way guys my 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 ash fell right into my drink <laughs> the ash no. of well, my cigar. We can't cigar see it. We felt. can't get a little vision. Well, I've been pulling it out for like the last ten minutes. I've been like <laughs> pulling out. That that just goes to show you how the candela wrapper is very uh, stupid. You know, it's very uh, <laughs> uh, unpredictable. Hey, Randy and and Robbie, I have a quick question for both of you guys. Yeah. You know, peop, you you say like, okay, gin has botanicals in it. Uh, why why do we say botanicals? How would we define? I mean, I think I know what it means, but. Why do we say botanicals and as opposed to, you know, something herbs? Like what's what is like saying, it's like saying cabinet spices right. uh, instead of listing them all out. And actually, if you were listening to Randy, he explained that and listed out all of the uh, botanicals. I know, but the why part. the term botanicals? What what does that term define typically? Well, uh, have you ever been to a good botanical garden? Are yeah. you you could be a botanist, right? They all, they all, I'm assuming there's a root word in there that means something. Yeah, I was actually about to say. I almost want to say that it um, that they're all plants with flowers. Oh, yeah, but okay. why wouldn't I, we say floral? Florals. Florals. That is a word. word man. It's like, like, why do we call it the zoo? Like, this is a weird question. There's no there, uh, like, what's the difference between botanicals and florals? That's I've never the, heard the word florals before. Well, that's not a word. It is a um, word. But, but <laughs> <laughs> I've heard First of flowers. Of all, um, yeah, I'm, I'm actually, I'm actually trying to, to look it up. Uh, a botanical is a plant or plant part valued for its medicinal or therapeutic properties okay. or flavor or, and or scent. Yeah. So, so maybe it was, it's just, uh, the difference between what you cook with versus the medicinal or, uh, right. Cause, cause wheat and sugar cane and those are all plants. Those are yeah. theoretically they're botanical. I mean, but we don't say that yeah. uh, typically, but I think you're onto it now, Randy. With uh, at some point, they thought these were medicinal type plants. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. If you think about everything that we that we listed out with cardamom and and juniper, these are all things that you would typically find either in a, in a sleeping mass for calming right. as calming agents or topical uh, salves for for uh, you know cooling the muscles or healing the muscles. So yeah, yeah, I think it's that that medicinal or therapeutic element that got them uh, uh, segmented and categorized separately. Right. Interesting. Okay. Thank you. Is tobacco botanical? I'm, I'm, it would have I, to. It's, it must meets be. all the criteria that we've discussed, but it does. I, I, I don't I know. Very therapeutic. Indeed, <laughs> I, indeed. Uh, I don't know that it is. I don't know that it isn't. 
This is the most I've ever talked about the word botanical in my life. <laughs> Even at the gardens? It's about damn time. Yeah, I've enjoyed them. It was very therapeutic, but I never really thought about the origins of the word. Can now, I... Robbie, you're typically, you, you like getting into this kind of stuff. Um, you, you drink gin much? You do these, like martinis? You, you delve into <laughs> gin much or not? I, I, I forget if you already said that. Uh, not not uh, I, not especially. Um, I do. There are a handful of. Usually, when I drink a, a martini, I'm going with a vodka martini, and okay. it's going to have. Uh, it's going to be dirty. I, I haven't had a martini in years. Um, <clears throat> with gin, the main uh, gin cocktail that I have is uh, uh, Tom Collins. That's one of the best cocktails on, on the planet when it's hot outside. <clears throat> but um, or gin Ricky is pretty good too. Which is I love. Just, I love that name. Right. Yeah, they're all good names, right? It's classic. Well, they're classics. They're classics. Well, well, I actually had to look up what what are the common ones. I'm going to rattle some off just because they are really cool names. There's the Gimlet, the Tom Collins. There's the Martini, obviously, super classic. A Gibson, which is an interesting one. A Gibson is just a Martini, but instead of olives, it's just little onions. That's an interesting one. As a matter of fact, I saw something about onion... If you smell an onion after drinking vodka, it, it brings out uh, certain aromatic qualities that you would miss. Other words, otherwise, oh, here's this is the one we should have had Robbie do is the Negroni. That's the one I was trying to think of the name on the other day. Negroni is actually a very good cocktail. I've had a Negroni. Those are actually quite essentially good. the that, Boulevardier, but with gin. Indeed, indeed it now, is. Now, if you if you guys if you guys got into the Queen's Gambit. <laughs> Do you guys mm-hmm. do you like that show? Great show. Love. Do you remember when she meets that girl that's like a model from France? They were drinking Gibsons. Yeah, because that was the, what her, her mom drank. I it yes. was either her mom or I that or that or that her mom would get right. Yeah, yeah, her they, mom. That's right. Yeah, her yeah, mom. the gal who adopted her. Right. Her mom drank a bunch of beer. That, that's oh, that too. Well, yeah. she was drinking a lot of paps. <laughs> yeah, I think we've brought up the Queen's Gambit on every SNL <laughs> or Flavor Odyssey since the show came out. It's, it was it's very, not a bad thing. I almost started watching it again. It's such uh, a good show. I'll, it's, I'll it's, tell I'll tell you since since watching it, I've I've since bought a brand new hand wooden carved uh, <laughs> chest set. I I have I have chest shirts now. Of course. Uh, and and I I uh, I. Play competitively online at night when I have no one to talk to. So. Now, when you say competitively, uh, I'm live with other people at the time but, of night that I usually play, it's always people from India, and they always kick my ass. But I'm, <laughs> but, but typically, I'm really, really good at, at chess. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, uh, <clears throat> I would rather play Gibson's. There you go. Um, I don't know who said that, but that's a good comment. Um, yeah, I, I haven't played chess in years, and the show didn't really give me any desire to do so. Um, that's all I got to say. About that. I played a lot a, a, as a kid, so it kind of brought back up. Uh, I think you know, yeah. a, a, a passion. The chess sets are like sold out everywhere. You can't even buy a chess set. Everyone's yeah, wanting to them. get into it so bad now. I've always wanted to have a really nice chess set, like way before. It, it have nothing to do with this show, but like I want to have. Or that show. I want to have like a <clears throat> a table set up in my library. Mm. I want to have a library with the the uh, the ladder that rolls, you know, from oh, side yeah. to side. That's classic. And and I want to have a chessboard set up in the corner 
that's like I'll find some some uh, I don't know historic game and set it up that way and just leave it like that and never touch it ever again. Well, well, just, we're completely just there uh, as, a, as uh, an ornament. Well, we're completely off track here. If if I ever had like a nice library with the rolling uh, ladder, I would want to have one of the one of the sections be a secret door. Oh, yeah. it goes into your like secret bunker room. That'd be so dope. <laughs> yeah, you'd have to you'd have to find a, a you need like a specific book. I don't know. The for me, it would be like a leather bound version of, of Dracula. That oh, would be, nice. That would be the one that you the key, the, the lever. Yeah, no, totally. That's the one. That's, That's the one good. that would do it. I just got some fresh ice, Randy. So I'm going to go ahead and make myself uh, round two here. All right. Well, fantastic. I, I wanted to share with you, Rob, that as we kick off the new year, and we look forward to the new season of uh, of season three for Flavor Odyssey. I think about all the people that make this show possible. You know, you being the the fabulous host that you are. Jordan and Eric with their uncomparable production uh, abilities. But I really think a lot about Drew Estate. Word. For Flavor Odyssey, we're always brought to you by Drew Estate, and we're thrilled to have that continue in 2021. Drew Estate has cigars for every kind of smoker, whether it be something sweet for the heat like Deadwood Sweet Jane, something refined and Cubanesque like Herrera Esteli, or something to celebrate those special occasions in life, like a Liga Pravada, Drew Estate has you covered. If you like limited releases, and I know you do, Dojo, have you even tried the Year of the Rat or the Shady 20? Because if not, head to drewestate.com forward slash store locator to find a Drew Estate retailer nearest you and experience the rebirth of cigars. One such Drew Estate retailer is responsible for sponsoring all the cigars smoked here on Flavor Odyssey, and that is Smoke In. Don't miss a true cigar experience with their courteous and knowledgeable staff and over 600 of the world's finest brands to choose from within Florida's largest walk-in humidors. Drop by any one of their 11 brick-and-mortar locations or visit them online at SmokeIn.com. And sign up for their Cigar of the Month Club or choose a pack of one of your favorite premium brands today at smokein.com. Oh, man. Boom. You Randy, just, Randy you're, you're getting really good at that. Yeah, he just, <clears throat> do you see that he seamlessly wove in both sponsors? Oh, I, I saw it. I didn't even know I it happened. It. I was, I was I half it, asleep. I heard but, it. I I love when you're like, have you, so even, have, you, have you even smoked this cigar, bro? <laughs> do you even cigar? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Rob, did you even notice I made a cameo on Smoke Night Live last week? Eric was kind enough to uh, to let me come on and do a live read for their show as well. Yeah, that's that going to be his. That's going to be his new uh, profession. To... He's just going to do live reads for every show. I happened to be. I, I pulled up Facebook, <clears throat> and I was just scrolling through on my phone, and then boom, there's Randy on Smoke Night Live. I was like, whoa! I didn't get an invite. And so I, it's because Randy was doing the reads. I don't do that stuff. It's, <laughs> yeah, it, it was it was it was a blast. I I, I got to run with it. I, I got to uh, put my own vamp. little spin on it. I got to vamp a little, put my own spin <laughs> on, on the read. It was good. Yeah, I yeah, like. So I am. I'm gonna give these. Uh, <clears throat> this this is the Cannon Cannon Beach Distillery. I'm gonna give this a try. I've never. I don't think I've ever done this. I've never taken a shot of gin or anything like that. All right. The, well, the nose is really, really strong. 
All right. Well, well, well you go through that. Um, I'm probably going to start touching on. I'm I'm about a little more than a third of the way through my cigar. As I said, I started with a a one to two ratio, uh, two parts of uh, Topo Chico to one part of gin, and had and felt like it was a little bit too uh, watered down. So um, I just blindly gave a, a slug of gin back to my half uh, drank drink, and um, drink drink, and and I'm. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad that I did. Uh, like I said, um, he he uh, sells this one as uh, his most botanical forward um, version of, of gin. They do three different gins there at Heretic. And so I'm definitely getting uh, not only juniper and citrus, but there's definitely like that kind of co- uh, cooling uh, cardamom characteristic. Uh, I'm enjoying that quite a bit. And actually with, with, the, with the Havano, uh, with the Trescientos Manos, um, 300 Hands, uh, Havana from uh, Southern Draw, it's uh, I'm not getting those characteristics that I thought that I might with the sweet hay and, and, and the um, the red pepper where they're kind of matching with the gin. I'm finding that the gin really just is extremely refreshing because of, uh, you know, I think uh, Jordan uh, aptly uh, described it as having uh, a certain bitter uh, sharpness that uh, I find very cleansing. They're, they're lighter uh, uh, kind of spice characters, like, you know, in, in, where I might try this cigar with, a, with a, a winter spiced brown ale. I feel like those cinnamon and, and allspice and nutmeg characteristics linger a little bit more with the uh, residual sweetness of the beer. You don't get that as much with the gin. I feel like they, they, they kind of go away pretty, uh, pretty quickly. I'm surprised that they're not lingering more and, and uh, um, kind of uh, marrying with the flavors of the cigar very much. So I'm finding it very just kind of refreshing, you know, resetting the palate, allowing for a, a really nice um, clean experience of the 300 hands. And um, the uh, the uh, yeah, the experience is is nice. It's pleasant. I don't find it to be that it's pairing all that well. It's it's going well. Uh, but I don't know that it's going all that much differently than had I just been smoking this with the Topo Chico. And we have no sound from Rob. Robbie. Robbie's Oh, uh, it's because ah. I was I was coughing and then I forgot to turn my mic back on. So mm. I, Rookie while mistake. I was, went out of my way to be uh, courteous to our audience and not uh, hack in their ear. I uh, forgot to turn it back on. But <clears throat> it's it's funny. I'm having a very similar uh, experience. It's like I dig it. It's super pleasant, but I don't. There's not a whole lot of correlation between the two. There's there is you do get some floral notes out of the baca um, that I think if I had to say that there was a flavor hook, I think that would be it. Um, <clears throat> I feel like that's enhanced a little bit. Um, the rest of the the you know the kind of cinnamon spice and things of that nature that you get from the cigar, a little bit of earthiness and uh, kind of some nutty almond kind of notes in there too. Uh, don't really they're not really impacted by um by the the flavor of the gin it's really it's this cocktail really is just like super refreshing nice palate cleanser um that has the benefit of uh you know a little uh 42 percent alcohol or whatever it is that's in there so it's i'm not just drinking topo chico i'm drinking topo chico with a kick i mean there's (laughs) there's more to it than that but certainly it's uh it's it's really enjoyable and this kind of goes back to the whole idea of why we give things a thumbs up or a thumbs down. We talked about last week. Totally. Like, I could I could totally see myself giving this a thumbs up. I don't think it's a great pairing. 
In fact, right. I don't like just you, you said it perfectly. I don't think there's a whole lot of pairing actually happening. Yeah. It's just I'm smoking a cigar and this is the drink that I'm having. And that's mm -hmm. it. But it's still kind of good. Yeah, what do you guys know. think? Yeah, what do you think back there in uh, the dugout? Jordan? This uh, this cigar, it, like I predicted, is is a gin and tonic in cigar form. And, <laughs> I mean, they're so incredibly similar. And it's working. I mean, the, you might say it might be a little boring, uh, but the, the, the drink has that clean, refreshing quality. And... This cigar might be adding a little bit of like a, a sourdough tanginess to the to the combination, mm. but they're so incredibly similar that uh, I'm I'm having a good time with it. I'm really enjoying it. I would say, uh, you know, with a, with a, this candela, with a, a typical candela, you're you're just getting uh, the super grassy sort of flavor that most candelas give you. That the gin and tonic takes some of that away for sure, um, and it just makes it taste kind of like. A cigar. Um, I think Randy, you sort of summed up my experience. Like it's pleasant. I don't hate what I'm doing, um, but I don't feel like these are adding to each other very well in a good way. I can't. I can't say that I hate it, like Robbie just said. But I couldn't say like, wow, you gotta do this pairing. You right. gotta do gin and tonic and a candela. It's it's an amazing pairing. Like I would never say that. I would probably say that maybe one of you guys probably picked a better cigar. Just just guessing. I'm just guessing. Uh, you know, I thought maybe the Candela might add something to this, but I'm sorry to say I don't think it is. Yeah, I think it was it was pretty clear that uh, Jordan was going to have the best experience uh, going into this because it just seemed like a Connecticut is going to be <clears throat> the least threatening, I guess, for the the flavors of the gin and uh, most likely to uh, to pair well. I think this this Baca, there it, it is pretty good. The pairing is is I mean it's solid, but at the same time, like it, it's hard for me to say pairing because it really just feels like it's just a good drink to have while you're smoking a cigar. Which I think why is why uh, who was it was it Barry that said uh, it pairs with everything because it just no. kind of it just kind of maybe it just kind of does. Wait, so well, what are you guys' official thumbs? Well, I mean, right before we, we go to that, I, I was going to throw out there. So what we're trying to do is figure out, I mean, the whole purpose of this season was to kind of try and figure out what is the best libation for each individual rapper. And it, it's it's starting to feel like, uh, kind of hands down, the best cigar to pair with a gin and tonic might be the Connecticut. And it leads me back to the, uh, the core foundation of pairing, which is intensity and flavor hook. And it sounds kind of like... Um, all of our cigars had more intensity than the gin and tonic could stand up to. And so it was, um, for lack of a better term, run over by the cigar where it just wasn't really a factor. Um, and so I, I'm going to say, well, well, this is pleasant. I wouldn't ever scoff at smoking a Havano and drinking a gin and tonic again. I'm going to go with a thumbs down uh, simply because I do try and stick with, even if it's for different reasons, the the sum is greater than that of its parts, and in this case, it is not. Well, I'm going to completely disagree with the idea that uh, this cocktail gets run over by the cigar. I mean, at least for me. Uh, maybe maybe yours does. My, this, this Baca isn't running it over. I'm getting everything out of the gin and tonic that I would expect. Sure. And, I'm, I mean, I'm really getting everything out of the cigar that I would expect. It's not enhanced in any way, I don't think. Right. But... Uh, 
other than the fact that with every sip I get a little looser, you know, um, but uh, and, and a little more chatty and get to disagree with Randy. But um, yeah, I, it's it's weird. I don't know. I don't know if I can in good conscience give this a thumbs up or a thumbs down because it's not great. Oh, it's not the, the infamous uh, thumbs uh, sideways. Uh, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> It's, yeah, we're, we're all gonna we're all gonna have a. It's only happened a, like twice before. No, know, I, so. I, I I think if if uh, if uh, push comes to shove, push comes to shove, and you twist my arm, I'll have to give it a thumbs up because it is it is good, and I would do it again. Uh, but it, like Eric said, am I gonna go tell everybody all oh, you need to do this? No, but I, I can tell you that if you're smoking a cigar, and based on what we're what we're experiencing, most cigars, and you want to have a cocktail, you don't know what you want, have a gin and tonic because it's probably gonna be all right. I think you just you run less risk of of having of having one side being overpowered by the other. You know what I mean? Because the flavor of this gin and the to- and tonic with the lime just kind of cuts right through all of the the earthy aspects of the cigar. So would you say that that's a good pairing? No, I mean you don't want something to cut through the flavor of the other. But it's still you could still taste the cocktail for what it is. You could still taste taste of the cigar for what it is but i don't think either of them are enhanced mm. so if we could review the transcript uh there jordan i'm fairly confident that the next thing rob said after if push comes to shove i'd give it a thumbs up the next thing he said was is it a good pairing no <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 a conundrum right what it is. yeah right like it's it's just kind of like what do you do you know is it i don't want to say it's a thumbs down because then maybe people won't try it Right, right. I think but I don't uh, want to say it's a thumbs up, so people will rush out and try it. Not like I have that much power, but you know what I mean. I think this cigar and this drink were born for each other, and I don't. But I don't <laughs> think it has to be this cigar if you want this pairing. I think you get any, pretty much any Davidoff-made Connecticut, and they all have that. They all, they, they all have that signature Davidoff botanical aspect to them. And I think it's you'd have a good. Steak and time. Hey, you know, one thing, guys, that we didn't discuss at all on the show, and we, and we should have, I didn't even think about it, but, you know, tonic water contains quinine. Is that how you say it? Quinine. Quinine. Now, when COVID broke out, people were saying, like, if you have quinine, it, it will be a natural protectant against COVID. Does anybody know anything about this quinine? And... What it is? It's pronounced QAnon, I believe. No. I was about to say there's totally a QAnon joke here. Wait. No. Oh. Come on now. It's uh, I, as Help far me as out. I know, that's where, that's where the flavor from, that, that flavor that you get from tonic, that's, that's where that comes from. But what is, is it? Is the quiet. I don't know. Yeah. Randy, you invented it. What is it? <laughs> I'm on it. <laughs> well, let's, let's it, vamp a little bit. They so were it, some out. medicinal qualities. They were given it to the British soldiers in India, and then they want it tasted so terrible that they were like, "Let's put this in gin." And that's uh, the well, gin well, you you were. I, I thought you were going to be serious. You were almost there. Uh, it, it is a common treatment for malaria. And okay. it also helps with leg cramps and restless leg syndrome. Interesting. So I should have been drinking tonic water this whole time. Right. You, you, Randy, you, I call them the Jimmy legs. You get the Jimmy legs? <laughs> uh, but it, it is a, a uh, tree native to Central and South America. 
and in some parts of the Caribbean and West Africa. So it's a, uh, yeah, I, I'd have to. It's a botanical. Do t- it's a botanical. It is. From now on, when we don't know what something is, it's a botanical. I, I'm going to say, boys, that I have to give this a thumbs down for me. Thumbs down for me, just because the 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 candela and the drink aren't making either of the some of the parts better. Jordan, you thumbs up or thumbs down? Your thumbs up, right? Um, major Jordan, thumbs up. Thumbs up. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Intensity. I think I, spot on. Yeah. Wow. All right. I probably have to go thumbs down if I'm being honest. How many different thumbs are you gonna give? <laughs> Wait, what? You just change your thumb? It's very confusing. I I don't feel like I committed. He to has anything a he has opposable thumbs. Uh, yeah, yeah. We're we're gonna need an emoji for for the for the calendar. I need this one with with this. with a whole variety of thumbs going <laughs> all like, kind of like, kind of like throwing a, up gang signs. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like an uh, yeah, I, infinite. Uh, uh, <laughs> It's yeah. It's like to, it's like a. Is there a thumb like a, wrestling a, icon? <laughs> Ooh, that's a cool oh, that would be perfect. Like this a cigar a and, for you. It's right? like a cigar and Topo Chico. It's like you can't call that a bad pairing, but you can't call it a great pairing either. And it's I don't, I'm I'm confused. It's a thumb wrestle. Yeah, it no is. doubt. It's a thumb wrestle. Find that one. All right, fantastic. Um, Eric, you've done a lot of contributing to the show. Have you had a chance yes. to check to see if 1517 is, in fact, a, a valid winner of 107 cigars? Yes, I have. And so here's how it broke down. The winner came from the entries that were on the Dojoverse, where there was more mm. than 300 entries on the Dojoverse. And that just happens to be where it came from. Um, the lucky winner, ladies and gentlemen... Of 107 cigars is none other than, and ironically, this person's username is Lucky Loser, but uh, Brian Schrader is the winner of 107 cigars. So congratulations, Brian Schrader! You are the winner. That's fantastic. Like you said, totally coincidental and random, but... Kind of love that it came from the Dojoverse. Yeah, so ti- so typically what we do is we uh, we'll pick like one through four first, and then so because you have Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Dojoverse, you'll pick one through four. Okay, now it's pick three, and then all right, now out of three, let's pick random. That so that's Instagram, but I didn't do it that this way. I just put them all into a giant pool, and picked that uh, number that we had fifteen hundred and whatever it was, and that was Brian Trader. So congrats, brother. That's awesome. 107 sticks, man. Yeah, that is a uh, massive giveaway. Like, what does the average person smoke per week? Ten cigars? Yeah. 21. Like, ten? ten No, average. average? Robbie's right. That's probably even less. It might be Mm -hmm. eight to ten. Robbie's probably close. Yeah, Yeah, eight eight to ten. So, like, he's got... Yeah, let's let's say well, eight is too hard of math. I picked ten because the math was going to be easier. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there he is. like that's a that's three A, and he's watching the show. That's awesome! Congratulations, Congratulations Brian. Brian. Nice. Yeah. Cheers, buddy. That's uh that's like a whole season of smoking. Right. That's amazing. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah, he's set through the summer. That's beautiful. That's awesome. Awesome. All right. Uh, well, I, I did I did I give it a thumbs up or thumbs down? Did we settle on that? I say you, you just put him back at a thumb sideways. We've already gotten used to yeah, you just yeah. let's just do being that. non. Non-committal, yeah. <laughs> non-committal, yeah, <laughs> uh, or committing and not following through. I, I do both of those. 
Um, I actually majored in that. Um, <clears throat> Ten a week, that gets me to Wednesday. Kevin, you're a Hall of Famer, dude. You're not the average smoker. Um, <clears throat> anyway, so uh, that wraps up this particular episode. We have, what, one or two more wild cards after this? We have one more wild card next week, which we will be uh, – which we will be finally unveiling the details for season three. So you won't want to miss it. Tune in next week. Uh, uh, one of us, who knows, could be either of us, will announce on, on Monday what the pairing will be. And, uh, and you definitely don't want to miss it. We'll, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about what we're going to do next uh, season. We're really excited to keep the Odyssey going. Exactly. Boys, what's going down on Friday? Oh, Friday is super excited. Uh, Friday, we're going to have an AMA. You guys know what an AMA is? Ask me anything. And so we'll have me and Jordan and uh, Juan Cancel and Kevin Kaithen from Protocol Cigars on the show Friday. And we're going to be picking questions that you can post on the Dojoverse. In fact, if you go to the Dojoverse, the very top pinned post is has a link to where you can post your question. Now, we don't want a question like this. Here's, here's what question will not get you on the show. How many cigars do you smoke a week? Like, that's, you know, eight or whatever. Like, that's just a boring answer. It has to be a good, creative question that we can digest, we can talk about, right, Jordan, that we can have some fun with. So make your questions either silly, uh, interesting, or otherwise creative, and we'll pick, I don't know how many, 10, 20, whatever it is, we'll pick 10 or 20 questions and that the guys will have to debate and talk about on the show and then somebody is going to win a new Dojo uh, Rocks glass, plus the new Dojo Challenge coin, plus a um, <gasps> Drew Estate cigar pack. So you'll win uh, a nice prize pack for the best question. So get your questions in. Go to the Dojoverse.com. So don't click on that link. You're saying don't ask me anything. Ask me. I'm saying good ask. Question. Ask, ask me anything. Me you, can, good. you can ask anything, but it's but not going to make it. It's probably not going to make it. <laughs> so if you want to get on the show and have a chance to win, it's got to be. I want you to ask me the proper amount of time certain cereals need to be soaked in milk. Yes, that you that would can be eat them. That that might make it. So you never know. Anyways, that's well, still. Does, does that cereal have the crunch enhancer? Ooh, interesting. It's a, it's a non-nutritive it's, cereal varnish. It's that, that's uh, Christmas vacation. <laughs> Uh, real quick, so just for clarification, so you're asking the whole crew, everybody is going to answer right. the question selected. Correct. Okay. Very good. And it's it's you, Jordan, and Juan Cancel. And Kevin Kaiser. And Kevin. Oh, and Kevin Kaiser. You've got to ask Kevin about leg day. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to hear Juan answer the leg day question. That. That's a, that's a that's a str- just, that's a strong just, candidate. I I I, I'm I'm a, a friend or family uh, member of the dojo. I cannot uh, participate, so I just gave somebody a gem. Oh, and by the yeah. way, by the way, boys, uh, one final thought before you sign off is next week, Cigar that's of the Year awesome. starts. Cigar of the Year starts yeah. on Monday and wraps up next Friday. So that a week from this Good. Friday, uh, we will be announcing the Cigar Dojo Cigar of the Year, and Woo! we'll be announcing. Yeah. You know, winners throughout the week, but the final, the final, uh, the final reveal is next Friday. So, tune in but for that. But Eric, what if people are curious how the dojo selects Cigar of the Year? Well, then you can go to CigarDojo.com, and we have a whole post explaining our entire process, uh, which you and Robbie are a part of. So, yeah, indeed, indeed, Fantastic. I participated this year. You did, kind of <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> 
And Thanks. congratulations for the great nickname to Matt Todd. Crunch Enhancer, solid. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Gotta go. Uh, all right, boys. Uh, it's been a great show. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. I uh, appreciate you guys uh, participating in this uh, a little less than usual uh, pairing uh, for whatever reason. I don't know why. We just, just didn't want to do gin. And I turned out I liked it, even though I had to give it a thumbs down. But uh, or whatever I gave it. <laughs> I'm still. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna wake up in the middle of the night and I'm gonna scream out, "Thumbs up!" <laughs> my wife's gonna say, "What the hell is going on?" Um, <laughs> anyway, we'll be back next Wednesday. Everybody have a great week. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Be kind to each other. It doesn't cost you anything. We'll be back next Wednesday as the Odyssey continues. <laughs>